You're now listening to a Press Play Network podcast. And welcome to issue 37 of Nerd Flow. This is your boy Royalty. It's your girl Tink. Yo, it's your boy Young. And the boy Snapback got a got a uh, stomach virus. He is not with us on this no. Thanksgiving episode of Nerd Flow. So shout out to Snapback. Hope he gets better. Speedy recovery, my friend. But get right. better. Yeah. <laughs> Man, my boy, I was there last month. I, I was dealing with the same thing. Like oh, you gonna come out of it twenty pounds lighter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely will. Depending on which, you know, which end is coming out of, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it don't even matter what end. I mean, I had both ends. So, you know, my stomach was all bright and shiny and, you know, my 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 gastric my my GI tract was all bright and cleaned out. So, mm-hmm. oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Spring cleaning, no fall cleaning. Yeah, there you go. Could have could have did a Mister Clean commercial in them joints. <laughs> well, here's the good thing about it. You know, he got a stomach virus now, but when Thursday roll around, he can just refill all back up all the way. He'll just gain it all back. Oh yeah, <laughs> Thanksgiving. Yep. Yeah, like y'all, like I live in a household where Thanksgiving type food is served year round. <laughs> so like, I'm not even excited for Thanksgiving. Like the only thing I want that I don't get on a regular, I just want some fried turkey, my auntie macaroni and cheese, and some homemade yeast rolls. I don't get those on a regular, but stuff like dressing, sweet potatoes. Ham, all this. I get this stuff on a regular, man. So I ain't even excited. Yeah, you got that, you got that grandma that be like, I got to taste some dressing. I'm going to make some. Exactly. Right. Yeah, my grandma used to do the same thing. Just making dressing in the middle of freaking May. Just, uh, November's <laughs> not here yet. Uh, can, I, can I, like, wait? My grandma probably make dressing three times a month. Like, literally. Oh, oh my wow. God. Oh, you, I'd be oh. burned out, too. I'd be like, you know what? Uh, yeah. I'm talking about, like, I'm talking about with the gift. I'm talking about, like, the, it's the whole spread. She making dressing. She making chicken and dressing. She making sweet potatoes. She making greens. And it's like, Jesus Christ, woman, give me a break. She was like, I cooked all this food you ain't gonna eat. You cooked all that food last Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, exactly, exactly. But these new new age kids, like my little bougie kids, they rather eat crab legs and crawfish on Thanksgiving than have a seafood Thanksgiving <laughs> than dressing. Oh my, I don't want to dress it. Tink, Tink. I'm in the same vicinity as you. The next time you cook all that seafood and you post it on Facebook and I don't get an invite. <laughs> I'm kicking you off the show. Okay, okay, okay. I got you, bro. Got you. <laughs> I ain't gotta sit there. I ain't gotta sit there for the girl talk. Just let me get a plate and send me by my way. <laughs> you know, like I just knock on the door. Thank you, Kylie. I'm out. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> hey, how y'all doing? Nice to see you again. That's what's up. You you did a good one. Adios. See you too, Tank. I mean, see you Monday, Tank. Exactly. And I'm gone. Yep. <laughs> easy, easy peasy. <laughs> Just like that. Just speak to everybody. Don't be rude. You know, be courteous. Act like a nice southern gentleman. How you beautiful lady doing? I whoop you whooped all that. And gone on by my business. 
Yep. <laughs> Sit in her driveway, eat these crab legs while they're fresh and hot, and, and, and drive down the street and throw it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. I swear, man. All right, man. Um, issue 37. This is a Press Play Network podcast. Please make sure you guys go check out our other shows, uh, Hip Hop Rejects, uh, Life with Zoe, or Zoe's Chat Room. Change name change. Uh, Three Kings new episode coming up this Thursday. Thanksgiving episodes all about marriage and family. So I want to check that out. Um, but yeah, man. Um, Confessions of a Healing Heart is another one that's on Press Play Network. So make sure you guys go check those other podcasts out. You know, if it interests you. Um, Wait, my light going out. Never be on Three Kings. Ah! Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I swear, man. Only young, dog. Only young. I swear. Uh, oh man. Yo, uh, man. Like, I, I feel like, like, yo, my birthday Saturday. Like, I'm turning over the new leaf. Like, I'm just throwing everything out on the line. Nothing but the truth. I'm just gonna speak my mind the way I feel it. I ain't biting my tongue no more. Nothing. <laughs> when have you ever? <laughs> Oh, have you ever that, been that, that is very true. And I, it's, it's like I have, <laughs> I have exercised. Uh, I, I have shown like so much contrition on, on a lot of things. <laughs> the word is restraint. <laughs> and restraint. I have, I have shown so much restraint on a lot of things. But now, y'all think it's a full blown asshole. Just call me the. Just like call me. Uh, Slightly, <laughs> a slightly less psychotic joker. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. All right. Um, this episode of Nerdflow is brought to you by Loot Crate. You can go over to lootcrate.com. Use our link uh, to help out the show. Go to trylootcrate.com forward slash nerdflow and use the promo code BRIDGE10 at checkout. Get yourself 10% off your first crate. And you know what? The holidays are coming up, so you can actually gift that to somebody just for the heck of it. They don't even know what the heck it is, and you don't even know what it is. So go check that out. Um, this month's crate which is be for the month of December and I'm kind of happy because this for December's crate it's Destiny 2 so you're going to get things from uh-huh. Destiny 2 Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 2 and Star Wars and, oh, and nice. also plus a mystery franchise as well inside this month's loot crate so you got till December 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific time to take advantage of December's loot crate. So there you go. Only thing I want from Destiny 2 is for me and my fellow clan members, which royalty knows who I'm speaking of, is to beat the raid. That's the only thing I want from Destiny 2. Beat the raid. We just got to do it first. Anyway, let's 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 do the raid, beat it. I want to win Trials of the Nine. Those are the only two things I want. <laughs> it's like bucket list. Eat to beat the freaking raid. Yeah, that that is definitely a thing on the list. Um, one more thing we got going on. I went on the um, raid by myself today. Oh, you just walked in there. Yeah, it's just I did that too. I did it. I was like, man, maybe just go on the Leviathan real quick and just like just just go in there and just you know walk around. Um. <laughs> But yeah, man, uh, we also going to have a uh, Black Friday sale for the Nerdflow t-shirts. Um, 
going to do a special sale. Uh, gonna probably going to last for a good full two weeks. So if you guys haven't got a chance to get yourself a Nerdflow t-shirt, please keep your eyes peeled on the Nerdflow Facebook page. That's going to be facebook.com forward slash um, Nerdflow podcast. If you normally see like the shop now button in the top right corner of our page, you just click that link. I'll put the link for it in there. It'll automatically drive you directly to the Black Friday promotion and pick yourself up a t-shirt. So, all right, man. Got a lot of stuff to get into. Um, we got Justice League to touch on. We got the Battlefront macro transaction fiasco going on. We got the greatest Kamehameha ever. We're going to talk about um, so much stuff. So we're going to get into it right now. So um, video games, man. Um, Battlefront 2 happened last uh, Friday. And leading up to Battlefront 2, um, it was, you know, games are starting to get that microtransaction thing that we only are we're used to seeing in free to play games um, for those free to play games to freaking, you know, drive revenue, keep the lights on and stuff like that. But a lot of games that are $60 games are starting to incorporate that very heavily into their gameplay mechanics um, and Battlefront. Um, is one of those games that's actually incorporating that into their ecosystem. And a lot of people weren't too happy about it because you with Battlefront, it from the gist of what I've got from it, because I haven't picked it up yet. I played the beta, but I didn't get to, get to experience that microtransaction in the beta, which they didn't have it in there. But um, a lot of people are pretty upset just because like, yeah, you is it's you're getting kind of like pay to win type stuff but then also at the same time you put an xyz amount of money into the microtransaction and not really getting anything that's worth anything so it's you basically gambling pretty much um, so yeah like my nephew my nephew got it uh-huh. and dude like okay i was so excited about the beta or whatnot but when we got the actual game like i was so disappointed in ea because of that, like, you basically giving nothing to start the game off with. Like, you got to buy characters. You got to buy, like, everything you do, and it's at a random, you, you know, like on Black Ops, yeah. how you get mm-hmm. those crates and it's all random and you just, yeah. you, you can spend, it's like that. And that sucks, man, because, like you said, you're gambling. Yeah. I mean, they pulled, they've pulled the system all together for, I guess, for those who probably had early access or whatever the case may be that had it. But the microtransaction system has been pulled from the game indefinitely. So we don't know if it's going to return or what form is going to return in. Um, I mean, microtransactions are not okay. The whole crate thing. That's a okay, cool thing. Okay. Great example. Overwatch. Overwatch has their microtransaction system but they also they have the crate thing that's that's basically your reward system but all their stuff it doesn't you don't get any type of power ups or anything like that through Overwatch all Overwatch stuff is just all cosmetic it's all skins that's all it is and like in like taunts and emotes and stuff like that Destiny is another one they kind of know better not to even attempt to try to do anything that's worth anything as far as that's power related uh, to do that with any of the Destiny community because they kind of was going to get their 
ass handed to him if they would have did that. Um, but man, but yeah, um, with Destiny too, most of their stuff, a lot of the stuff on Destiny is cosmetic for the most part. There's some armor in there, but it's low power armor. You really would have to grind to get a good, you know piece of gear to infuse it into to actually make it worth something so you still, right. you still got to grind for it no matter no matter what um but yeah man microtransaction is causing a really big problem in, in games i think with this i know like they were saying stuff like uh because ea is a public traded uh gaming company wall street you know they were upset with ea because they they uh what, what was this word they gave in to you know um they gave into kind of like peer pressure in a sense to gamers and the thing i have to say about that is that okay the video video game community is a lot different from any other community of consumer from any other product that's out there they're very very vocal like really vocal and they can really make or break your game Depending yes. on depending on the, the 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 loud the the what's the word how loud it gets uh, yeah the exactly. volume yeah exactly how loud it gets so yeah they kind of have to give in to you know our kind of wants and needs is that the correct way to go about it no but at the same time there's a lot of companies that have listened to their community of you know people who support their game and has made their game better and people support them because of it versus you know how the rest of corporate america is okay we're gonna do what we want we're gonna do what's best for business blah 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 all right so check this out mind you like uh, a video game is not a necessity it's not a necessity right Right. So other other revenue streams in corporate America, they feel like what they're offering is a necessity. So they don't have to acquiesce because they know you need it. So you're going to buy it anyway. A video game that's different. You don't need it. We're going to buy games regardless. But if you guys if it feels like you just trying to milk us and continually milk us for more money and more money, the community basically is going to say, no, we're not going to let you do this. And that's what's going, you know, either make or break your game. Like, if you give us a game where we can get character, we can earn characters and stuff like that without having to spend our money, okay, cool. Because, like, with Street Fighter V, you can buy characters with your money or you can earn fight points and still buy the same characters. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so you got a free way to do it, which you got to grind to get them. Or you can, if you're lazy and don't want to grind to get them, you can just pay your money. They give you that option. Right. So when you get options like that, that's different. But if I just got a straight pay cash and then it's at random and then I still may not get what I'm looking for, then that, that, that gives us a problem. You know what I'm saying? It's already hard enough. We got to pay for DLCs three months down the road. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... And speaking of uh, speaking of DLC, young, I know I had this in this whole conversation. I had this whole conversation. I think it was like Saturday or Sunday or something like that with some coworkers that are gamers and stuff like that. And somebody brought up like somebody said, "Oh, just like just like Destiny, they didn't they gave you they gave you part of the game and then wants you to pay for DLC for the rest of it." Okay, let's get something straight. I'm not defending Destiny because I'm a you know long invested player. 
um, in the game as far as with Destiny. I'm kind of speaking more on the lines of, okay, let's say XYZ is the storyline for a game. Now, if the DLC is a continuation of the same story that I am in, then yeah, you're kind of wrong for that because you could have just gave me the whole thing from when I paid my money for it. Now, if it's a completely separate story that has absolutely nothing to do with the main plot of the core game, then you can just shut the heck up and just, yeah, DLC it is. People. It's just, that's just what it is. You know? And, and that's the thing that's called I'm telling y'all, that's what's going to make or break Kingdom Hearts 3. Simply yeah. because Kingdom Hearts 3, of course we know, it's going to be the first Kingdom Hearts with a DLC and all of that stuff. So, okay, we're going to play the storylines because, you know, cause Kingdom Hearts takes the realm of different Disney aspects. And with Disney having Marvel and, um, right. you know, and other <laughs> stuff, you know, to it now, it's, it's like they can get us by with this with this new um, f- with this new Kingdom Hearts. They can just make it focus straight strictly on Disney, and then they can hit us with a Marvel DLC, or then they can mm-hmm. hit us with a Star Wars DLC, and then that's mm-hmm. how they. Can. But if they do it like that, that's gonna break the game. But if they do it where you get the the expansion, like if they make it an expanded world. Where you got Star Wars, Marvel, all that stuff rolled into one, then that will make the game. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and and being that you said that, young, it's like there's a difference between expansion and DLC. Expansions have been around forever and ever when it comes to like MMO games. And like going back again to Destiny, once again, they call that stuff an expansion. It is exactly that. It expands on the world. It gives you more things to do and other things to do. A different, you know, planet or plane or whatever the whatever the case may be to actually interact and go explore and stuff like that. Now there are other games. I'll give you another good example. Um, not the current Assassin's Creed Origins is doing this, but like the previous Assassin's Creed did kind of like that as well. Like with, you know, like I think was Syndicate that had like the, I think it was a Jack, there was like a Jack the Ripper, like yeah, DLC or something like that. You know, like if it's like a, if it's like a separate, like if it's a separate story from it, then, you know, you can't really like really say too much, man. It's just, you know, it's another way they wanted to take the game, but they went with this direction as the main story. But you also, hey, if you want or you choose to play this, this doesn't really make or break the game if you don't buy it or do buy it and then just go for it. And like with Assassin's Creed Origins, like the 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 timeline that they are in, in Egypt right now, with uh, Nefertiti, that's the timeline and the plot that they're in uh, Egypt right now. Mm-hmm. They still got a few hundred years that they can expand upon after Nefertiti, you know, to keep it in Egypt to expand on the um, assassins, you know. And I, I see the way this game is going. Like, you can actually, since it's showing the beginning of the assassins, they can actually roll it into Itzio where you don't have to um, do it as if, you know, they can actually revamp it back to, you know, uh, the original Assassin's Creed storyline yeah. with Itzio. 
the way they doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, with the with that, it's like and Ubisoft is a very good example of that way, especially like with how Origins is made and stuff like that, because, yeah, they have DLC um, and like the division, for example, division has DLC and they had a season pass. They had the PVP mode. They added they added um what they call what their version of raids are. I forgot what it's called in the division. Uh, but they had, you had that basically what you got through their, through their DLC. But then on the back end, they came in with like three, like so far three free updates that, that expanded on the game actually opened up another part of New York recently with this recent patch they came out with and they getting ready to come out with another free patch that's finna just straight up change the game as well. So Ubisoft has, has it right and they have it down pack. Uh, another company that actually has it down pack is uh, I would say to uh, take two interactive, which is basically 2k, the company that makes Grand Theft Auto, um, all the 2K, 2K game. But I did hear Take-Two Interactive did say they're going to get very microtransaction heavy on their next games next year. So we're going to see how that goes. Because if EA if EA gets freaking burned at the stakes, I think this is probably going to be the kind of like the end of microtransactions with a lot of games going into 2018. I think they, I think that's, that system is going to get snagged real quick. I think gamers are going to just start revolting and not buying your game because you have it or not using it, using the system at all. So, yeah. So because if it's a way I can get around it by just grinding it out and getting what I want, then I won't even, you know, deal with your microtransaction. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just, yeah, that's just how, that's just how what a lot of other games do without. Yeah. I prefer to just have it have the ability to just grind it out. Just like, you know, Destiny, you have uh Eververse in the game. You can choose to go and buy pay money to get engrams and stuff like that, the bright the bright engrams, or you can just grind yeah. it out and get XP to earn one. And you just And they always and every and they gotta look at every time the game reset that Tuesday, your XP is doubled or tripled anyway. You got fire team medallions. So you can earn XP quick to get another bright to get bright Ingram's quick, yeah. and then they give you a whole week to do it when they uh come with the uh what what was it called the uh oh uh, you talking about the uh, Eververse or Bright Ingram? Uh, uh, when when you went, we went we just did it we went to Hawthorne. Oh and, the, uh, you know, oh uh, Clarion calls. Yeah, when you do the Clarion calls, I got three bright Ingrams. Just playing with my cousin for a couple hours, and I got three bright Ingrams. Like, we were playing for about two hours, and I, I came up on three bright Ingrams. Like, they give you those opportunities to grind that out. So, I think you have to just exercise patience. Yeah, and take the time. And to do it. eventually, you are, yeah. Yeah, man, that's, that's, yeah. We're going to see how that goes, man, because it's like, it's almost kind of like I know a lot of you that's been playing video games for a long time. Everybody remember when video games would actually come with the actual pass to play online in their game if you bought it used or brand new. And 
you see that's not no longer a thing anymore because it was like why am I paying the manufacturer of the system that I'm playing this on to play online and I have to make sure I'm buying your game brand new to get this stupid pass that allows me to go online with I'm already paying to be online yeah that's not, yeah that's not gonna fly man that that's no longer a system I think leave microtransactions to either you leave microtransaction cosmetic only or you don't have them in your game at all. That's the easy and safest way to to deal with this whole thing. So, um, right. next topic we got um must buy video games for the holidays, man. So Black Friday's coming up this Friday. It's about to get about to get freaking crazy in um a lot of the electronic stores, GameStop, all that good stuff. Um, so as far as like. Some of the must-buy games for the holiday season, man. Um, we're gonna probably freestyle this one. Um, as far as like what games, of course, I would say um, one of the must-haves is Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed is would be definitely one of the uh, one of the must-have games for the holiday season. Um, I've heard very good things about the new Call of Duty. Heard the zombie. Um, heard the zombie mode is really good on uh, on Call of Duty World War Two. Um, as long as I've been playing Call of Duty, I probably haven't played the zombie mode probably once or twice. Same here. Same here. But I've heard I've heard people like specifically point that particular mode out though. Like they say like the zombies zombie mode was is really good. So that's kind of like intriguing all in itself because as a mode I really don't really honestly really don't try to play too much. Which I know it requires it does require um requires some teamwork, which it's uh that's that's one thing about it. I don't I don't really play with too many people other than probably young more than anybody if it, if I have if I own a call of duty at that time during the year. Um what else we got, man? What other games? What other games come to mind? I would know? say the class the, to me the classic systems are must haves, like the Super Nintendo, the Sega. Yeah. You know, those little classic systems. It's just something you know, when you feeling nostalgic because like right now with Destiny, like right now I'm kind of burnt out on Destiny because it's just pretty much redundant. You know, we just just play it to kill time until the DLC come out. But, you know, with those classic systems, I could just plug it up real quick and hell, run through us. Run through Sonic 2 real fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Um, yeah, the classicism are definitely must a must buy man. Like I would tell you from experience, had a coworker of mine bought the Sega one and it goes through HDMI, so it looks so much it looks the game game stuff is still going to look antiquated because, yes, it's 16-bit games. But, like, the yeah. menus and all that stuff, all that stuff looks really good on your your HDTV going through HDMI and all of that. The Sega one is a must-have, man. It comes with Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3. Just yes. for those who don't know, it only shows 2 and 3, but it's 1, 2, and 3 that okay. comes on the Sega. And also on top of that, the Sega one has the card slot. So if you yeah. still own any Sega games, you just pop them right in. So I'm going to tell you again, they could have left off of there. What? They could have left Eternal Champions off of that. No, nah, man. Eternal Champions is, is 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 a game that everybody recognizes on Sega, man. I hated that game, yo. I got those stuff. <laughs> Like when we got, I remember specifically when we got our Sega for Christmas. The, when we first got it, our Sega, 
because uh, we got a second generation sake. We we didn't get the first gen um, brand new because the first gen my cousin had gave it to me. And um, so we had like all the first gen games and whatnot. But when the second gen came out, it came with Eternal Champions. So it was like, okay, we got a fighting game. You know, really wanted Mortal Kombat, but okay, this will do. Hmm. The slowest, most frustrating game in history. Like, yeah. it's RPGs out there that's slow, but it's RPGs. Those RPGs, I will play before I play Eternal Champions. <laughs> <laughs> their, character, their character selection was bogus. It was, I don't know, like, to me, those old systems, you got your classics like Street Fighter, like, when it comes to fighting games, Killer Instinct, Street Fighters, Mortal Kombat, you know, no, it's not really any shooters on those, so but they're mostly adventure games. Yeah, for the most so part. So that's yeah. what those older yeah, for the most part, that's what those older systems are mostly for the adventure game. So, you know. Yeah, that's that's a very good uh very good um call. Well they, they did have shooters. I guess I guess Contra was a was a Yeah, Contra was, Contra was classified as a shooter, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh let's see what other games are out there for the holiday. Um of course you got Switch, of course. That's that's a must have yeah. Mario Odyssey. Mario Odyssey. Mario Let's see, uh of course Zelda. Um Skyrim just came to the Switch uh just recently. Yeah. So you got Skyrim on the yeah. Switch now. Um, what else, man? Um, what is it? Mario and the Rabbits? Uh, yeah, like what's Mario Rabbits Adventure or something like that? Something, yeah, corny, corny sound. I won't be getting. I won't be getting it. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, Shadow of um, Shadow of War is another game. It's a definitely a must-have, man. I think, yeah, I think you would really like Hoken, that Shadow War game, man. Hoken Fighter, which I play a little demo of it. <sighs> It's not the type of Pokemon battle I want to do. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's like, it, 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 it makes it like a, a, a regular fighting game, 3D fighting game. It's not the type of Pokemon battle I want to do. Like, I want to actually play against another person, but he got to be able to switch out his Pokemon. You know, like like you see in the cartoon. Like like we always done with Pokemon. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that, that uh, what is that, Pokemon Fighter or what is it supposed to be called for the yeah, Switch? Yeah, that Pokemon Fighter for the Switch. Yeah, that's think, what I'm talking about. They turn- mm-hmm. I think that's going to probably be more on the lines of what you're probably... Probably in the black. That's game. what I'm talking about. Oh, I thought no, you were talking about the new Pokemon. Pokemon uh, I'm thinking you're talking about the Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon that just came out. Or no, I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about the Pokemon Fighter. That okay. It's it's more of a it's more of a like Street Fighter, like a 3D Street Fighter Mortal Kombat style of fighting. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And I'm I'm not feeling it for Pokemon. You know, it's like I want to do it the way I always done it. Like. Like if I like like the cool thing would be like this is if I was a, a game designer and like with all this Wi-Fi like, like this is what I would have did with Pokemon Go like with everybody being on Wi-Fi with your cell phone and stuff like that when you're in the vicinity of somebody y'all can battle each other like if you look if you look at your phone and you see somebody in your vicinity that's also playing Pokemon Go you can. You know, offer to challenge them, and if they accept, y'all can battle 
using the Pokemon you have on deck. And, you know, you can battle random strangers and stuff. You know, I mean, I was petty and did some stuff at Disney World. Like, I shattered a six-year-old, like, <laughs> dreams. He was like, he was so excited. He was like, mommy, mommy, I just won a gym. And I was like... Yeah, you thought you just won the gym. Yeah, and I went over to the gym and like, oh, crap. <laughs> I walked mm-hmm. up to the gym and like, boom, busted it. And he was like, did you just take my gym? And I was like, yeah. What you gonna do about it? <laughs> <laughs> He's such a mean man. He is such a mean So mean. Just so mean. Yo, when you allow children to get into the world of competitive gaming, <laughs> there's no feelings. <laughs> That's kind of that's kind of very true, man. Because it's like, man, that kid would have beat you, then you would have just got ragged on it. You got beat by a little kid in, in Pokemon. So yeah, it's kind of yeah. That's yeah. Exactly. That, that's like when my little when my little nephews and stuff want to jump on Street Fighter, I'm like, they're like, oh, quick, get on, you play. Like, man, I ain't gonna even do it, man. Because y'all, like, I ain't gonna never give up the joystick, man. Who I can beat you? Like, all right, man. I don't want to hear no man. You ain't give up the joystick and stuff. I started whooping ass so much, they just started leaving, man. You know what, Uncle Quinn? We're going to holler at you later, man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm a 30-year vet at this game playing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> been doing this for a very, very long time. We've been doing this. Like, I be trying to explain to these kids. We've been doing this for a long time, man. So when you get these, when you get it, like, we old heads now. So, like, I know it's rude. It's called females old, but think you're an old head in this gaming universe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, if you bust your kid's ass, nobody can blame you. What you supposed to do? Like, that's the competitor in you. you better step like, your game that's up. True. <laughs> like, if I have kids, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. What? By the time I have kids, the PlayStation 60 will probably be out. So they mean they'll be a doctor. <laughs> so I'm not gonna. I'm not going to, you know, let up on them. Like, my nigga, you just going to have to get better. Mm-hmm. You are <laughs> to beat the master. You like, you can't be given the opportunity. Like, if I give you the opportunity to face me, you better take advantage of it. Mm, Until yeah. then, I'm going to rub it in your face that you're a weak bastard. You can't. <laughs> I swear, man. <laughs> that builds character, man. That builds character. It was done to me. I used to get, man, my uncle's never, like, Madden, like old Madden, Super Nintendo Madden. I used to try jumping out my uncle and them. They used to blast me. <laughs> but I got older, grasped the concepts, everything. Mm-hmm. Start learning how to read plays. NBA Live, start learning how to read and stuff. Okay, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get your ass on this stick now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Neither one of my Neither one of my uncles will play me in this shit no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I right, cannot uh, even play the game for 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 years. Jump on the stick. Uh, yeah, you ready for this, old man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna talk cash shit. And I expect it of my of my seeds. <laughs> Get to the point where you can talk shit to me. Let's see, man. Make me feel uh, like I'm Dutch. What else we got on deck for uh for some deals? Oh, oh man, um for those who are, you know, this is Nerdflow, of course. Um Think Geek, which is uh GameStop's um I guess nerd apparel slash accessories company that they have when you go into GameStop. Uh they'll be having a sale on Black Friday as well. So if you're looking for some good deals yes. on some uh nerd paraphernalia, 
hoodies and all that type of stuff and Funkos, you know, stuff like that. Uh, to go check them out this Friday. Nice. Like my Goku, like my Goku Ultra Instinct socks I just bought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. Yes, yeah, so I'm uh, gonna be. Like if I was still working at ADT, I was gonna purposely wear those socks to work with my pants legs rolled up. All right, man. Um, let's see. That's all we got for video games. So let's roll since you since Ultra Instinct was the word you said. Let's roll into anime, man. Yo, so this weekend. If you watch Dragon Ball Super, in my opinion, you watched the greatest, you saw the greatest Kamehameha ever. Uh I'm talking about greater than the instant transmission Kamehameha he did on on sale, greater than the Kaioken times 100 Kamehameha he did on Freezer, like the greatest Kamehameha ever in history. It was so dope, y'all. Like, I hate to give out spoilers, but I, I like, I got to this time. Like, Kefla was like, hand, Kefla had pretty much handed Goku his ass. So the Ultra Instinct kicked in. And like, man, I love the attitude he get when he get, like, if you ever notice about the Saiyans when they go into Super Saiyan modes, different Saiyan modes, how much uh, that, that care they let go. They stopped just really giving, like, caring. Because, you know, when Goku, it's a distinct difference between Goku, his voice, the way he talked, the way his emotions and everything between Super Saiyan 3 and Super Saiyan. You know what I'm saying? You can tell the difference. He get a little darker. Mm-hmm. Ultra Instinct, it's just basically, I'm here to whoop your ass. That's it. <laughs> Like, everything else is out the window. I'm just here to beat your ass. So, like, my boy was in Ultra Instinct form, and he he realized, he was like, he realized his Ultra Instinct was finna fade out. He was like, yo, this next, this next, you know, assault has got to be the last one. So he just, he put his hands in the position. He was just like, you know, saying, you know, Goku got the longest Seiko male male longer than anybody. But, <laughs> Kefla was just shooting lasers everywhere. I'm talking about lasers that can slice them in half. And he was dodging them, just all rocks and stuff, holding the Kamehameha. And then when he finally got closer, like he rolled her being with his Kamehameha, flipped up and shot it directly in her face, blew her whole chin off, broke the Pator, split up in half back into uh, Khalifa and Kev. And like, 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 it was just dope, man. Like, Blew a chunk of the arena off. Like, it was just dope. Like, it's <sighs> <laughs> a proud moment for me, man. They put my boy back at the peak, which is pissing a lot of people off because, like, they feel like Vegeta ain't getting no shine. Gohan, Piccolo ain't getting no shine. The androids ain't getting no shine, which... The episode that come on this week, the androids will be getting they shine, but they're afraid it's gonna go right back to Goku. So you know, but like I've been trying to break down the people for years. Dragon Ball started off about Goku. It followed 
Goku. Dragon Ball Z started off with Goku. It was supposed to fall into Gohan, but the fans brought Goku back. So it became more about Goku. So what you thought Dragon Ball Super was going to be about? I don't know. Goku? Exactly. It's like, like, to me, to me, it's like having bleach with no, you know, it's like having one piece with no Luffy. Like, if you do 31 piece episodes without Luffy nowhere in them episodes, folks gonna lose their mind. <laughs> if they folks don't hear gum gum somewhere in them episodes, they gonna lose their mind. You know, it's like, I mean, I know it's, there's other support characters, but this man is the star of the show, you know? So, I mean, it's just some stuff you got to learn to accept. And just so happens to my favorite character is the guy you got to learn to accept. Yeah, man. It's, uh, I'm like, look, if you want the Vegeta show, he may have to, I might just have to boycott to get him a show. But yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For the most part. I yeah. mean, I mean, that's just like, like if there was to bring back Bleach with no Ichiko nowhere in it, like, folks lose their mind. I mean, Naruto's still in Baruto. Yeah. And, and, and Naruto's been flexing. Every once in a while, Naruto get to flex some muscles, even though he the Hokage. Naruto kick more ass than Hokage than any other Hokage. <laughs> <laughs> With, uh, with his assistant, uh, with his other Hokage too, he <laughs> he got a vice Hokage that just like just don't be in the village though, which is Sasuke. <laughs> right. Then like like Naruto is the president, Sasuke is the vice president, Shikamaru is the uh, secretary of state, and everybody else just fall in line. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just how it is in anime, man. Yeah, they'll say they'll say nothing. Like what they what they expected to be like Superman, Batman, them no? shit. <laughs> <laughs> Batman oh, got. That's what I'm saying. True enough. Batman bankrolled all that. We all know that. <laughs> but most of the storylines center around Superman. That's true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Even this new Superman ain't really nowhere in this new Justice League movie. But come on now, it's still centered around Superman. Tink, you can elaborate on that if you wish to. <laughs> we'll, we'll say that for, for comics. Uh, okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll elaborate right. a bit more on that. Okay. All right. So we got that out the way. But um, so holidays coming up, and plus it's the anime all season, you know. A lot of anime is going to go off for the season. So me being your boy, being your anime guru as such as I am, I got a list of animes that you can go and binge watch. The first one I'm going to give you, pretty much if you start watching this, it's enough episodes of this to carry. If you watch all these episodes within a month, you get a trophy. You need to be paid. Or you just have so a life. One, basically. <laughs> But One Piece, <laughs> One Piece is actually a binge worthy, um, oh, excuse me, binge worthy um, anime. 
But I gotta warn you before you jump into one one piece. I hope you ready for fillers, huh? <laughs> because one piece <laughs> one piece has so many fillers, it's ridiculous. Then <laughs> you got reborn, which is about uh, the baby hitman reborn. So if you've never seen that, get into it. It's a pretty dope show. Um, Death Note. You can knock Death Note out in a day, you know. Yeah, yeah you can. It's 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 binge worthy because you got a dope storyline. Need a couple mm-hmm. more seasons to it. And it's better than the movie. There you go. Way better. Than way the movie. better. Uh, Roroni Kenshin, the Wandering Samurai, which I just call it Kenshin. Because that's a nobody calls this man Roroni in the in the show at all. He's he they really don't call him like a few people call him Kenshin, some people call him Yamada. So just depends on who he is, but you know, check that out. I think it's two seasons of that. Um for the kind of like late nineties kids who was watching Nickelodeon in the early two thousands, you got Avatar. The Last Airbender, you can binge that, which the one with Aang is pretty straight. The one with Korra, I don't care too much for. What y'all think about that? Yeah, I think uh, they yeah. were still reaching. Yeah, they were reaching. Yeah. <laughs> Dope ass anime, Full Metal, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Dope. Check that out. That's binge worthy. So binge worthy. So many, so many twists and story plot twists in it. You'll love that. Uh, Blue Exorcist, another dope anime. You'll love the backstory to that. Um, oh, so we get into the boy Naruto and Naruto's sh- shipping him. Those are enough episodes to occupy. Like, if you a college kid and you out for like those two weeks, just watching Naruto and Naruto shipping it will keep you occupied. Like, that's probably about think what you said about fourteen hundred episodes. Oh two gosh, uh, yeah. Hold on, I, I got what some... good fourteen seasons. Yeah, that I'll, was a good I'll... fourteen. Hold on, y'all. I gotta do some math right quick. So, because every episode like twenty two minutes. So we right. say twenty two minutes times fourteen hundred. We gonna see how many minutes you can dedicate to this. So give me a hot second. <laughs> One fourteen hundred episodes times twenty two. So. If you can dedicate 30,800 minutes of your life, <laughs> you can knock out Naruto and Naruto's shipping. And you got plenty of you got plenty of filler time in that also. Well, I guess if you don't go nowhere during the holidays and you're always at home during the time of the holidays. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's possible, it's possible, it's possible. So that means when you wake up in the morning, you watch an anime and you're up. Until about three o'clock in the morning, watching anime. You sleep for about three hours, and you wake back up watching anime. <laughs> Start all over again. Right. Rinse, repeat. <laughs> Next on the list is the rah rah rah. 
it's an alright anime. I'm torn between it. It's got a lot of plot holes in it to me, but you know, uh, fairy tale, dope ass anime. Please check it out. All four seasons, new season coming out in 2018. Uh, it's some more, but I can go on forever with this list. But you know, just for some um, honorable mentions: Yu Yu Hakusho, Sailor Moon, um, Trigun. Lupin the Third, uh, JoJo Bizarre Adventure. Go ahead, go and check out all of the uh, Attack on Titans, all the Gundam series. So it's it's uh, you can be entertained during the holidays. Check out Hulu, Beaver, and Netflix for a lot of animes you want to binge on too. Subtitles are included. Cool, cool, cool. Um, all right, man. Um, one thing I forgot to mention as far as about sales, if you um if you are, which you should be if you own the system. Um PlayStation, Xbox One, uh early Black Friday deals going on one week early. Uh so go check those out. Um all right, man. Comic books and uh superhero stuff. Let's see. Where should we kick this off? Yeah, just you know what? Justice League. There we go. There we go. Justice League. There we go. Justice League. Let's see. Okay. With at less spoilers we can give. Go for it, Tink. Well, basically, everybody knows they can't make it without Superman. Yeah, pretty much. So, <laughs> oh, you he just kinda... pissed off all the Batman fanboys. <laughs> Even he said it on the movie. We can't do this without Superman. Yeah, they he finna said... get rid of being that flat. Oh yeah, they they coming with the torches. They coming with pitchforks. They about to be highly upset. But the bromance with everybody within the whole movie was on point. The chemistry as a group was really good. And I think I was very impressed by Aquaman. He was like (laughs) I knew you would. He was like (laughs) Like, just tell the truth, he stole the show, didn't he? He kind of did. He kind of did. Because he was the, he was like himself throughout the whole movie. Like, he was mainly himself. But everybody, like, kind of switched up with the emotions. Because I'm not going to give it away too much, but Cyborg is going to have you kind of yarning like, Oh, okay, guy. Okay, we get it. We get it. You're depressed. We get it. Had to your be dad black brought, Exactly. Your dad brought you back to life. Okay, okay. Like, what is my purpose? Exactly. There you go. <laughs> so, like, to all you Teen Titan fans, no, you did not get that cyborg. <laughs> exactly. You, you did not get Booyah cyborg. <laughs> well, wait to the end. Give him, give him time because he changes and he snaps out of it by the end of the movie. But 
you're not gonna get the goofy the goofy cyborg at all throughout the whole. You gotta thing. get Beast Boy to do that. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> Beast Boy got to bring him out of that. But um, Wonder Wonder Woman, she played her part too. Gal Gadot, she's getting more and more familiar and more and more fit for this role. Like she's finally, I think, embraced being Wonder Woman. And Ben, Ben is like the, I think he was built for that role of Bruce Wayne because when you look at Ben, all you, all I could see was the animated version of Bruce Wayne. Like, damn, and I did see they that really? in him. I know. I see that in him. I just don't see. I see him as the Bruce Wayne from the animated series, the one we grew up on that came on Fox. Right. Then I, but when it comes to the Batman aspect, I see him as. The Batman that, not the Batman we used to that we grew up on, but more of a, uh, uh, like he the old nigga on the block. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like everything is over the top because he compensating for his age. And a lot of people have complained about like, oh, I don't like him because he's like the he's like the old Batman and he has no remorse and all this stuff. You know what? I like the Dark Knight Returns Batman a whole lot better than I like the more you know sympathetic won't kill Batman. I like this dude just probably probably could just like pull out a shotgun and probably just blast you in your stomach if you wanted to. I like that. I like that version of Batman. It's it's like because. Like, I want to go back. Like, the Batman I wanted to see in the Justice League, I want the Batman from, like, Justice League Unlimited. Mm-hmm. You want that, him kind of young. Yeah, that Batman, which, you know, that's going to get Superman to run for his money fighting for control of the team. Or that Batman that went up to Dead Eye and had that when, when he told, when he, Dead Eye told Superman who could break him in half. I ain't I ain't telling you nothing basically. His Batman took him to the side, whispered something in his ear, and he was like, "Okay, okay, I'll talk." Like I want Batman that intimid that intimidating Batman, but he knows how to roll it back. You know that Batman. Gotcha. All right, Tink. Um, what is your rating for Justice League? I give it an eight point five. Okay. Oh, she ranked it higher than Thor, y'all. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. She gave Tink gives you. She gives it eight batarangs. Yep. I do. Eight and a half batarangs. Um, but the dynamic, like the duos, like the whole relationship between the teams, I think that's what made up for the whole movie. It wasn't, it wasn't a part where it was just boring. It was entertaining throughout the whole thing. Everybody knew what was going on. It wasn't, I didn't feel like it was rushed, but the parts they should have left in 
they should have. They shouldn't have made it like a two hour mark movie because and the I, parts that they they left out, they really needed those. And I read that recently. I think it was a post on our page um, saying that it was um, cut like don't blame Zack Snyder for Batman, how heavy the edited Batman versus Superman was. Or, right. You know, just, you know, a couple, you know, don't blame blame the head executive of Warner Brothers. And now, how the hell did an Asian get to be the head exec- executive of Warner Brothers? That's a very good question. That's I a was, good question, right? That's, that's a very good question. How did that do? How did I mean, the hell you come from? <laughs> like, this is one of the times you expect to see a rich white guy sitting at the head of Warner Brothers anyway. Somebody that looked like a Kevin Feige. <laughs> <laughs> like when somebody that's in league with Trump or something, you know, right. <laughs> somebody. Oh man. Um, and see. I must say, stay after the finishing credits. Oh, like gonna... stay all the way there. To oh, the come end. on, man. That's a that's a requirement going to see any Marvel or DC movie. Well, DC hasn't been doing it as much, but you know it's as much right. But it's a Justice League, so you kind of expect because how they explain that you know they're gonna keep that. This is DC EU, so Justice League has its own little storyline going within Justice League, but everybody else stuff is their own separate, you know, individual story and stuff like that. So, so right. I kind of I kind of expected that part. Um, so, continue the conversation about. Um, Justice League and Batman. Of course, you know, on Airflow, we've talked about this quite often about, you know, the room of Ben Affleck stepping down from the Batman role and wanting to step down. So we finally got like a rumor of who could be replacing him. And it is none other than Jake Gyllenhaal may be the replacement for Ben Affleck as Batman. And there's also the other the other rumor going around. Well, not really even rumor. I heard that it was confirmed that it's going to be the movie's going to be called The Batman, which is kind of based off the newer. I'm not saying it's going to be based off of the newer one. It's called The Batman, but that's what they're going to call it. It's called The Batman is what it's supposed to be called. Uh, the new movie. So like, I really don't hope. Oh, good. Ben Affleck ain't played Batman enough to be stepping down from. Exactly. It. Exactly. He ain't even had a solo movie yet. So how you gonna step down, bro? <laughs> I think they took his words and like mixed them up because so, he said I, he didn't say directly that he was stepping down. He just said eventually, <laughs> like everything like comes to an end. Like everything, yeah. He didn't say he was just gonna quit. Like he just got started. Like he just got recognized as actually being a good comic book character. I don't think he gonna give it up just that easy. Just that easy, yeah. Because you had a flop. Like you got to make up for Daredevil, bro. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Like you still owe. Like you owe us that. You owe us that, bro. So I recommend I. I just don't see him stepping down no time soon. And, and, and it is because, like, we we know eventually people gonna step down. We know Robert Downey Jr. can't play Tony Stark forever. Right. Do you think like Batman? You think like the Batman character is kind of like Dylan having Hulk problems, like how we had like you know 
before Mark Ruffalo came along, you know, could never find the right one. And then like Batman is having the same problem with, with, you know, with Batman, not really because we're still in the same, you know, I guess same universe of this current Batman, because even Christian Bale said he kind of kicked his seven head. He turned down the role to, to play Batman in this new universe. So, and just, just, just bringing back the original cast, bring back Jack. Shit, y'all trying to do old Batman anyway. Bring back Michael. <laughs> man, we do not want the gold, the gold Batman symbol on the freaking suit, man. No, dog. No, 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 no. They try to do old Batman anyway, so just bring them all back. Bring back Jack. Jack, you know, Jack is now the vulture. He um, officially, he is the vulture. <laughs> it's Michael Keaton, dog. Right. Michael Keaton, whoever, whatever. Yeah, Jack. Mm. <laughs> oh, you talking about bring back? Oh, Jack Nixon is a joke. Well, anyway, um, what else we got here? Yo, so I saw some recently that Jason Momoa is supposed to be playing the crow. Yes, oh, I, yeah, yes, yes, is. that is definitely a thing. Crow is my favorite yeah. movie of all time, and I know, yeah, really. Yep. Okay, is. y'all. So I had to gonna, see it, but he gonna, he gonna I don't kill that like, role. Jason sorry. Momoa is the crow, like dude to surfer, like. <laughs> No man, no. He, he, no man, he's he dark, like dude. To be, he don't like. He don't seem like the type to be all depressed. Cal Drago. <laughs> Cal Drago. Cal Drago was a thug. He wasn't depressed. <laughs> There's a difference. All that makeup he had on. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like he wasn't the dep- he. The crow is depressed. The crow is not it's depressed, like, man. Okay, let me explain. Let me let me let me explain to you. Let me explain to you what the crow was, my friend. I've seen all the movies for the crow. He is not depressed. He is more on a vengeance path. I mean, the the story can pretty much be anything. They can go from the original story, which is you know him and his girlfriend being killed by one of the top you know bosses in the city, and him going on coming back from the dead and pretty much going on a revenge path to, to to make things right so he can rest in peace basically it's basically what it is um there's a lot of different ways you can go with it though because they had like a bunch of different stories some better than others i mean the original crow is the best one uh city of angels was a good one as well um mm-hmm. i think the other one was salvation that one was okay but like of course yeah the best one with um brandon lee was like the best one and we've we've been through like I've been following the whole crow casting and movie from dude it's went from Eminem to DMX to um dude it's been so many people that's been casted to supposedly play this character and it's like the first time where it's kind of like okay yeah that guy because that was because uh-huh. that was a strong that was a, that was one point when this was doing the prime of Eminem that he was gonna play the crow. And I didn't know how I felt about that. I liked Eminem as a rapper, but I don't know about you playing. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> so, uh, Momoa is like, like the best pick right about Like, now. if he was still he really living, is. like, if he was still li- living, like, the, I could see somebody like Heath Ledger but being the crow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. A, yeah, he's a method actor. He's in the same realm as Johnny Depp. Those those guys are method actors. I don't even, or Johnny Depp. Well, <laughs> yeah, because you know, again, you know, 
Heath Ledger's a method actor. I don't know if he would have, yeah, you know, I don't know how that would have worked out because, you know, again, he's a method actor and what happened to him with the whole Joker thing. And yeah, there's that. Um, here we go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I just got to steal in the um, tonight. Still on the whole Batman thing. So, man, so some comic book stuff real quick. Um, anybody read or heard Batman Metal? That's a new yeah. it's a new comic that, that's out right now. So, Mm-mm. real quick, I may kind of butcher the synopsis of the, of the comic, but I've been watching like a lot of videos. Oh, you're talking about the ones where he getting the different Batmans from different universes? For different universes? Dude. Yeah, I've been keep I've been kind of like keeping up with it a little Dude, bit. Dude, the Batman, the the what is it called? Uh the Batman who laughs. Oh, yeah. that crap Mm-mm. is so freaking sick, dude. I'm talking about like he has Batman in a chokehold so hard that he can't get out of it. and he basically recreates he kills a family in an alleyway to recreate how Batman's parents died. And Batman got to the point where he reversed on him and snapped his neck, but the Joker got the last laugh because this like green gas came out of his body and slowly it turned Batman into the Joker mentally. And so he ended up like killing the whole Justice League and all this crap. It was like, it's crazy. It is like super crazy. Uh, you got like. Well, they uh, did that in the last Arkham. What? Last Arkham with the Joker in it. Uh, they got, um, I think I talked about Red Death where he, uh, to try to stop these, basically these, the Dark Knight, they're called the Dark Knight Rise, which is all these different versions of Batman. Um, Red Death is, ba- Batman went to go, he basically stole the Flash's powers. You had to use the cosmic treadmill to actually trying to get back to the regular Earth, but he became this character where he stole the Flash of Speed and became Red Death. There's a the Destroyer, which is basically a uh, a doomsday version of Batman. And basically, how that happens, little real quick on that one is Batman gets into it with Superman. And ends up to to beat Superman. He has what's called the. He basically turned whatever turns Doomsday and Doomsday. He turns into a serum and injected himself with it, and basically turns into a Batman Doomsday called the Destroyer. And he freaking I think he like stabbed Superman, and then the virus infected him, and it basically killed Superman by turning him into Doomsday. It was like it's super crazy. So what? Check that out. Batman Metal, it's like really weird and twisted and all types of stuff, but it's a good read though. That's just a whole lot of weed smoking going on. <laughs> Who you telling? <laughs> I was going for acid, but you, you know, <laughs> it's a little bit stronger. I tried to, I, 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 I tried to dumb it down a little bit. I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's some type of drugs going on in this. Yeah, whoever whoever drawing that or writing that writing that story, oh yeah, it's some, some drugs going on in that one. All right, uh, Ting, what we got on uh, must see movies for the holiday season? What what do people need to go see? Well, besides the new Justice League and Thor, um, the cute little movie about Wonder. It's about a little boy who's disfigured and be friends with the new kids at school and um. I know my kids, they wanted to go see that. So that's a good little movie to go see with the kiddos. Also, Coco, the Disney version of Book of Life. Have you guys seen that one? 
<laughs> but I see, I seen the commercial for it. I was like, I, when I looked at the movie, I was like, oh, I'm thinking, thinking work stuff because I work around TVs. I'm like, oh man, that'll look good on a like a 4K TV because it's like so many colors. Right. So <laughs> first thing came to my I'm, mind. Right. I'm getting that whole book of life um, kind of vibe. Also, let's see what else coming out. Um, the last oh my god. Jedi. Oh, I was going to say, how can you even guess? I know, I know, I know. That's like the ultimate movie of the whole month of December. You can't, you can't just, you got to save the best for last. Yeah, but like, I'm over excited because I say The Incredibles 2 preview, which thanks to my girl Tink, she previewed that for me. Uh, She posted it. And A Wrinkle in Time is coming out. I remember reading this book when I was in the sixth grade at school. So, like, that book has really kept a special place in my heart. And I'm super excited to see uh, there's a movie, Disney, making that movie, A Wrinkle in Time. And I'm, I'm, I'm super excited to finally see a movie about it. And they made it biracial, which I was very impressed with. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, Disney, I see you. Yeah. And you know what? You know what? Like literally, you see it all over TV and stuff now. You know, commercials, uh, everything. It's like a lot of biracial. Um, they they showing a lot of biracial because it's basically what society is now. Like, much. Whether, whether we like it or not, you know, as long as you know, unless the you know nuclear war happens and they kill everybody or the sun explodes. This world gonna end up becoming one <laughs> big race anyway. Pretty much. So it's a melting pot, man. It's a melting pot. Um, and of course, <laughs> Last Jedi. Um, Last Jedi. They also uh, stated that the Last Jedi will be the longest Star Wars movie, which not mad at that at all. Oh yeah. That means they're actually going to explain stuff more than like they did last time. <laughs> Oh wow! So pretty excited about uh, excited about that being a super long movie. Uh, I don't know the actual time yet. I didn't. Um, I think I just saw it as like an actual line itself, like on, I think it was on Twitter or something like that. Um, so we got that, and um, so let's get into ultimate battle. And this week's battle was, of course, come on, it's like the obvious thing. We got Justice League out, so of course, the ultimate battle is going to be the Avengers versus Justice League. Um, so, of course, we put out our normal poll on our Google Plus, because Google Plus and the Marvel DC community is like super awesome, and they always participate and vote and argue and talk all through our feed a lot of the times. Um, so, with two total 230 votes total uh, for this poll. Um, We got Justice League with 43% of the votes and the Avengers with 57% of the votes. Um, Say what? Yep. Yep. Wait a minute. Hulk and Black Panther. And see, well, how I kind of like did it, it's basically the main, not, I'm not, I didn't compare it to the full Avengers because just like how, what iteration of the Avengers would you be referring to? So in the actual poll, I actually, it's really the first team 
Avengers, which is in the actual. We, we, we're comparing DC EU versus MCU versions of Justice League and Avengers. Not, oh, not that so we, you're not doing comic book. No, nah, we're not doing. We did not. Yeah, that'll be a whole different conversation. Because that means you throw Wolverine and Spider Man and all the rest of them in there, and I don't see the DCU holding up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we had like a lot. We had some comments in, in the thing. Guy was like, uh, "If the battle was held, the New York Avengers would win." And other guy responded like, uh, "Do you know?" He's like, "You do know New Yorkers exist in DC in DC comics too, right?" Like, so we had people going back and forth. I'm like, "Avengers does not basically really have a home base." Metropolis, Metropolis is Manhattan, and Gotham City is like Queens. <laughs> <laughs> or some other dark part. It's all New York. <laughs> <laughs> some other dark part of, you know. Um, but yeah, man, um, as far as um, I can tell by Tink's uh, response that she disagreed, Justice League should have won that. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> like with Superman on Justice League side, there the, the, the trump cards in the decks of those two, Superman and the Hulk. <laughs> Are the two strongest people on those teams, and yep. uh, depending on what version of Superman we messing with, you know, if it's Superman Prime, then I don't think the Hulk will win. But you know, yeah, depending on what version of the Hulk you messing with, yeah, it's been a angry get, yeah, true. Either that or you just freaking throw him in space, which yeah, that that's always always a thing that Superman likes to do, throwing very large <laughs> large creatures that he fights and just freaking launch them into space. <laughs> so. I mean, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time Hulk was thrown into space. It's very true. All the time, it was by <laughs> rocket. All the other time, it would probably be him throwing him his whole body into space. This man got so mad, dude, that he picked up Thor's hammer. I, I mean, that just this is enough. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, Superman did move like you know a universe behind him one time, and, you know, stuff like that. So, um, man. Man, come on, man. That was that. I'm not even going there. You know, it was the universe. He did the moon one time too, as well. I mean, I ain't you know, I ain't seen Hulk throw no moon at nobody. Well, Thanos did, and then you know, Infinity War in the trailer. But you know, yeah, just saying. Yeah. Trust me, if Hulk had some, if, if Hulk wanted to push the moon on Earth, I'm pretty sure. If the people on Earth pissed him off enough, he would probably push the moon into Earth. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Very true. He All would right. probably punch the moon into Mars. He probably just freaking shatter the moon and just plummet the freaking universe into freaking eternal darkness and knowing Hulk. Yeah. Um, all right, man. So we're going to bring issue 37 of Nerdflow to a close. Uh, please make sure you guys head over to Twitter. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Nerdflow, facebook.com forward slash Nerdflow podcast. Please make sure you guys got that Black Friday sale coming up for Nerdflow. Uh, please check out the deals we're going to have on our merchandise store. Um, get yourself an official Nerdflow t-shirt. Um, also head over to Instagram at Nerdflow podcast. New episodes dropping every single Friday on Sprinker, iTunes, Google Play Music, the best place to find it. Please make sure you guys give us a five-star rating in iTunes. Um, that really helps out the show. And um, that's it, man. We are out of here, and may everybody have a happy Thanksgiving, and um, 
Go shop on Black Friday, man. Buy a bunch of nerd stuff. Buy some t-shirts. All right, y'all. One.